0: Hello and welcome to MidgetCast. I'm Paranvir and today you'll float to, but first, horror movies. Um, I am not a huge fan of horror movies. That being said, I have actually not seen a lot of horror movies. Um, I reckon I would be very scared, hence why I haven't seen very many horror movies. And that's why I don't like them. I don't like the idea of going to a cinema to freak yourself out. Uh, It's also why I don't like playing horror games uh, and, you know, why I don't like watching sad movies. It's like why go to the cinema to make yourself sad. Um, That's why I really like comedies. Laughs are great. They're funny, hence laughs. And action movies and adventure movies are great. They take you on a journey and you get, like, up in the action. Um, So I have not seen a lot of horror movies. The closest thing to a horror movie I have seen would be... Coraline which is a film uh from quite a I would say a long time ago um that I don't know how many people do remember it but it's an animated movie um it's not really even a horror movie it's it's, it's a it's a kids film it's like rated a PG um and it's more creepy than anything else uh the unsettling feeling after all the events have transpired is what um quite creepy about the thing there's not many like jump scares or anything like that and it's not uh, a, a direct horror movie but that should tell you a lot about me if that's the closest thing I've got to a horror movie um, until recently uh, recent is basically um, last night or this morning uh, when I watched it uh, chapter one and chapter two um, chapter one was the first time I saw it um, so it was the double bill for chapter one and chapter 2 uh, of it because it too comes out today so yeah um, up until recently I would say those would be um, some of my f- like major horror movies I've seen the other one that I've seen before that one that is quite major is The Shining um, a couple of days ago I saw The Shining it was recommended to be by uh, a friend at work who said I've just watched The Shining I think it's pretty good, you should watch it if you haven't seen it um, obviously it's quite iconic, all the references in it and different things like that, so I thought I'll go and watch The Shining Um, it was also on a podcast uh, recently, so I've actually gotten into listening to a lot of podcasts recently Um, not just making my own, but like I said, listening I listen to a podcast by the warp zone who have a bunch of youtubers and uh, their podcast is called how did you miss that and the whole premise is that they have their group of four friends and they pick one who hasn't seen one of the films or something that's quite iconic and they go why did you miss that how did you miss that and then they make them watch the film and then they discuss it afterwards and um the most recent one well, i say most recent Um, the one that I most recently remember is the Shining episode and I thought it sounded pretty good. It didn't sound very horror to me so I thought I'll watch that and, um, I'd like to think I was right. It's, um, personally to me I didn't find the Shining very horror, it wasn't very creepy to me. It's probably because, um, by this point horror depends so much on being unsettling and having uh so many jump scares and everything that to me right now the shining doesn't seem very unnerving or anything like that but it is still a very good movie um and by the way if you haven't seen it uh i think you should definitely watch it um i i might do a full episode on of midget cast on the shining i don't know yet but um, I haven't i have I've like seen it recently and I thought it was pretty good the ending I didn't really get but I know that if you read the book you have a better idea of that so um, yeah but actually Matt and Ben haven't seen it either apparently so uh, maybe we'll do like a big watch through or something um, but yeah uh, so The Shining was probably the closest I've got to a horror movie uh, until recently and um, yesterday I saw It 1 and 2 Um, I went in thinking it would be amazingly scary. Um, Circling really quickly back to The Shining, um, I know that there is a sequel to The Shining coming out called Doctor Sleep, uh, starring Ewan McGregor, and um, I know that um, it's... I, I don't actually know when it's coming out, but I if it's in the similar vein to the way it was, I don't know if I'll watch it. Um, I, I don't think it'll be like The Shining. I don't think it'll be kind of the, the psychological unsettling horror. It'll be more of the jump scares in a way. Uh, and they're the things that I don't like. I'm not a huge fan of jump scares or anything like that. So um, I think that if it's uh, close to being similar to it, um, just you know being a sequel to The Shining, then... I might not watch it. I might. We'll see. Uh, obviously closer to the time when it comes out. The trailer does look pretty good though. Um, having seen the trailer. Um, I don't want them to ruin The Shining. Because again The Shining I think is still pretty good. So I don't want them to go back and ruin it. But yeah. I'm just basing that on having seen The Shining. And now seeing it in the way that they've done it. So uh, yeah. Um, right. Uh, let's, let's get into it. Let's uh, just just talk about this double bill so um ben calls me up and says hey we want to watch the first one and the second one because the second one's coming out and they're going to do double bills for it um we want you to watch it and i straight away said no i don't want to watch it i'm not a huge fan of horror movies you have to watch it on your own um anyway until about a week ago um i thought i'm definitely not going to watch it i'm not going to go watch it but then i don't know what Happened exactly, but I just decided. Oh, actually, I might as well watch it. If they're going to watch the double bill anyway, I might as well tag along. There, they're watching it. I might watch. So I did. I said, "Hey, let's do it. Let's go to the cinema. Let's let's watch the double bill." I haven't seen number one. I know you know Matt and Ben. I know you've both seen it one, and I know you want to watch it too. So thank you for you know, watching it one again, which they were fine because they like it one anyway. So uh yeah. Um I said, yeah, I'll tag along and and, and watch that. Uh we got to the cinema. Uh again, this this is all yesterday, so it's should be pretty fresh in my mind, uh, to recount all this. Um so we we got to the cinema uh, and the world was supposed to start around uh seven fifteen, which we thought was quite weird because um typically the second film would start at midnight, which is what Always happens. I mean, even Endgame, which was, you know, a three-hour film, starts at midnight and then, you know, carried on until, you know, three in the morning. Um, But with this one, the way they have done it was they started it at around 11-ish or around like half 10. Um, But the first film was obviously at 7.15, so uh, the second film finished quite yeah, about one o'clock ish, which was great. So the second film is uh, two uh, two hours and fifty minutes, um, which is which is a lot. It is a, it is a big film, but um, it's it's all right. I, again, I didn't notice how long it was sitting in Avengers Endgame. Sitting in Avengers Endgame, um, I could tell how long it was. So when they'd finished each phase of what was going on in Avengers. Endgame, I was like, okay, let me just quickly recount how long it's taken to get here. And I was like, okay, I'm probably in the middle of it now. Uh, with It too, um, I don't know if it was, again, just because it was the first time I was watching it, but I couldn't tell how much time had passed, which is probably a good thing. Um, I, I was just in the zone. I, I, I did couldn't tell uh, if we'd seen an hour, if we'd seen two hours already or anything like that. So, um, yeah, it was quite a long movie. Uh, we went up to the cinema and we... We're obviously gonna go get our ice blasts again, but the ice blast machine uh, was playing up, and um, I've never had—I uh, until yesterday—I never had like a broken ice blast, um, but I had a broken ice blast yesterday. So um, Ben went for his ice blast first because I always make Ben go first because the liquid always comes out the, the the, the, the defrosted. So it's it's all blast basically no ice comes out first and then it ices up and so basically the second is the, the, to be second or to be third is the best time to basically get your ice blast um, but don't be like, the first one to pour your ice blast uh, anyway so Ben pours his ice blast and it's basically all liquid it's not there's no ice in it is it's like no carbonation whatever um, I get the carbonation with mine but no liquid so mine's like, i say no liquid it there was like physical there's physical stuff in the the cup, but it it was like the weight of air uh, and when i I drank it, it was the most bitter thing i'd ever had it was it was really bitter it was just a full carbonation um like I said, no liquid in there, so I was just swallowing air pretty much it was uh, it was a weird experience, but you know i mean hopefully they fixed it now. Um, Matt's one was sort of the test one at the end that we used to say, hey, look, the machine's broken. So Matt's was just a combination of the two and it was just horrible. Um, But yeah, it was not frozen. Um, It was terrible. Um, That's probably the first time I've had a really terrible, terrible experience with an ice blast machine. So yeah, it's not even that warm. It should be okay. Uh, But yeah, Uh, We ended up uh, going to Tesco beforehand, grabbing some sweets, taking them in, um, because they never have Starburst in the cinema. They didn't have Starburst at bloody Tesco either. I mean, come on, we need Starburst. Um, So that's why I like showcases, because they still do Starburst. Um, And then I also took a a blanket as well. We should put a blanket across all three of us sitting in the cinema. It was great. Um, And yeah, and then It Won came on. So, It Won. I no spoilers yet. I really liked it. I liked. I thought it was a really good film. I was I scared during it. Um, no, I'm I'm going to profoundly say no. I was not scared of it. One to be honest, I built up how scary it was going to be in my head beforehand. Um, A lot I was like, oh god, this is going to be bad, I'm going to be fully scared, it's going to be terrible, Um, there's going to be so many jump scares. Again, jump scares are things that I don't like, Um, but with It 1, basically if you've seen the trailer, or if you've seen all of the trailers, you can basically see at what points uh, the jump scares will show up. Um, So in that sense, I think I mentally prepared myself while watching it that, oh, there's gonna be a jump scare here, oh, there's gonna be a jump scare here, there's gonna be a jump scare here, so that when I was actually there and it happened, I was like, yeah, that's fine. And I didn't get, again, too overly scared of that, um, uh, which was fine. There was one jump scare in there that did actually still get, did get me because um, I it was not ready for it, and I'll go into that in the spoilery section later. Um, but yeah, there was one um, that, again, did catch me off guard, but uh, yeah, it was still an enjoyable movie. Um, the thing that I noticed with this movie is, and I like I said, I haven't seen a lot of horror movies, but other horror movies are, let's be as horror as possible. So they have, like, uh, you know, a really haunted house with, like, some really ugly-looking walls, and it's just terrible. Um, they really try and set the scene, and it's like, we're going to go full horror here. We're going to have Ouija boards. We're going to have really creepy noises, really creepy settings, that kind of stuff. Um, And they just go all in. You watch it and that's like your full horror movie. This was, to me, um, it was trying to be a good movie first before being a horror movie. And I think that, again, is a good thing Um, because everything in it was, I think, really good. Like, uh, the first thing I was going to read was the cinematography was really good. It wasn't just... Oh, let's try and get this scary thing in the background. Let's just have like, um, you know, a change in focal length or anything like that. They really used cinematography um, as part of the 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 actual scares, which was quite good. So they 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 did that. They set the scene. Sorry, not the mic there. Um, They set the scene really well. Uh, The music, I think, is used really well. The setting is beautiful. They even put a little bit of humor in it as well, which I think is a good thing. You know, you put the humor into the film. Um, and yeah, I know it's still a horror movie, but it's still it's still nice to have just a little bit of that humor in there uh, as well. It, I think it altogether made it a really good movie to watch. It, I think that um, if you were to just take away the jump scares, and again, I know the entire movie would just drop at that point if you took away. The, but what I'm saying is if you were to just take away the jump scares, then on its own, it could just be a really good movie, not even a horror movie at that point. If you just took away like the you know the, the jump scares stuff, it'd just be you know just a pretty good movie on its own. Um, but again, that's just personally uh, what I think. Getting into it, like I said, the cinematography was great. Um, they used it quite well. Um, one scene, they I thought they had a Dutch angle um, where it, which is when you tilt the camera on the side slightly, um, and I thought it was a Dutch angle, but they didn't actually use it like that. It was uh, an element uh in the scene where um a kid uh stretches his hands out and tilts a picture and the camera tilts with it so i think they use that quite well um like i said very well done uh, with with that uh the cgi i thought was great i mean i can't really complain (laughs) you know the cgi uh i thought was really good um i didn't notice any problems in there so yeah cgi was you know as scary as it it had to be in that it wasn't amazingly overused um the cgi on pennywise um was you know the the best the better cgi in the film um so yeah uh sound design was good um i think they obviously the whole point is to build up tension so you know you in a horror movie you have the yeah it builds up to uh eventually have this jump at the end um and they did that a couple of times uh like the music itself was good but personally i felt like it was overused there were points in the film where um i i was it it was about to scare me and then i heard the overpowering music come in and i was like oh it's definitely about to scare me now and then it scared me um well and you know and then it would jump scare basically so I think there's a couple of instances in the film where they could have taken out the sound or just reduced it a little bit and it would have had more of an impact in terms of a scare factor. Um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. I, I don't know who the director of the film is. Um, I, I don't know what he's been in or directed. I haven't actually checked up either um, because I'm, I've literally just got back and I'm just recording this so I haven't had enough time to, to check up on that. So I don't know what other things he's made but um, I think he did a very good job with the film. And, uh, yeah, uh, Ben was scared watching this film, which I thought was weird. So he knew, he's seen the film, he's seen it one first already. And he knows where all the jump scares are. And he was still scarce in the cinema. Um, whereas I hadn't seen it, I guessed where all the jump scares were. Uh, and I was alright, except for, like I said, the, the one... Uh, jump scare that 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 didn't get me. Um, I recommend that you do watch this movie. I do recommend you watch it one. Uh, and again, Ben was telling me this uh, about a year ago as well, um, or two years ago when it came out. Um, he said, "Look, you, it's it's a good movie." Whether you like horror movies or not, it's still a good movie. And like I said, I think that is very true. It's a good movie. You know, it's got the little bit of humour in it. It's got the nice, the camera effects, the good sound design. The the landscape's really nice. You know, the scene setups are really good as well. Um, it just happens to have that sprinkle of, of horror in there as well. So if you're not a horror movie fan um, and you still want to watch this film, and I, I like I said, I do recommend that you do, um, if you're not a horror movie fan, fully... Get some friends around. Watch it with the lights on. Absolutely fine. It's it's personally I don't think it's the kind of film where when you turn all the lights off you get scared. But I'm just saying if you're not a huge horror movie fan, that yeah I still think you should definitely watch it because as a movie it's really good uh, and as a horror movie it's 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 very good. But yeah, as just just as a movie on its own layer, it is it is a good film. Uh, would I watch it again? Yes, I would watch it again. Um, it is it's a weird one if it was on i wouldn't put it on but i would definitely buy it and have it ready and at any point if i just wanted to jump back in i I would watch it so it's the kind of thing that i would buy and then watch on occasion it's not the kind of thing i would watch repeatedly but it's the kind of thing that i would buy and watch on occasion um but uh i would definitely watch it um i i'm gonna compare I mean, I can't. Shall I compare? I was. I'm thinking if I should compare the rewatchability factor to Hobbs and Shaw, and um, I, I, I don't. I, I will. I will. In my opinion, and this is my opinion. Um, I, if you were to give me both on DVD, I would put on Hobbs and Shaw. Um, that is a statement. I know, um, and that's purely because Hobbs and Shaw. I think. You know, It is an action movie. I am not a huge fan of horror movies and that's, that's, you know, that's already been said, that's why it's, it's my opinion. But that is the film that I would have on constantly. Um, if it turns out which is a better movie, 100% I would say it is a better movie than Hobson Shore and, Shaw, and that's, there's no contest there. It is just a better movie um but yeah okay so now we're about to go into the spoilery section so I'm going to do my synopsis of the film so um I last time I did this with the Hobbs and Shaw one it it was a really long kind of synopsis I'm going to try and just gloss over some really quick points because um I've got to do two films in this uh podcast episode so yeah um so let's just try and get into it so um it won Starts out with uh uh Georgie, who is um the main character of Bill's uh younger brother. Uh, Bill makes him a little boat. Uh, Georgie takes the boat outside uh in the rain. Uh, the boat falls into a storm drain, uh, which is the little like kind of gutters they have on the side of the road that the water flows into. Um, anyway, and then Georgie pokes his head in, and this is the iconic scene. He pokes his head in, Pennywise is in there and goes, Hey does his scary things, you know, do you want your boat back? Puts his hand into the storm drain, Georgie puts his hand into the storm drain, uh, and then um, Pennywise uh, bites his arm off, which I could tell from the trailer, because in one of the trailers you see him bite down, in another trailer uh, you see Georgie run away, or or, like slide away with with missing an arm, so he rips his arm off basically, and then gets dragged into the storm drain, so you know, Georgie's dead, there you go. Uh, Killed by Pennywise, uh, uh, which is why you never trust uh, people in, you know, uh, storm drains. There you go. There's uh, the moral of the story. You never trust uh, people in storm drains. Um, anyway, then we cut to uh, their, uh, like, all the losers at school. So the losers club, all the all the members of the losers club, you just, you know, you, you, they, they they do the typical character setup of who every character is. Um, just trying to establish, you know, some backstory for them, um, and then uh, the core members, the core like four members of the Losers Club, uh, go down to uh, this sewer drain. I can't remember the name of it, but they go down to this like sewer drain to try and find uh, the kid, to try and find Georgie, uh, and they fail uh, at it. But they do run into, um, they do run into the. A fat kid i call him but uh yeah his name in there is ben so they run into ben uh who who has just had um he's, he's just been bullied by um uh, what was the kid's name i can't actually remember the name of the bully uh henry bowers there you go he's just bullied by henry bowers who started carving his name into uh ben's uh, stomach um that kid uh, is just He just he just takes it to be honest. He's uh, like obviously he's screaming, but um, he's he he, I would say he takes it quite well. I mean I would just collapse pretty much if that happened. But uh, no, he 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 soldiers on. He runs away, which I thought uh, was uh, quite valiant of him. Quite quite good there. Um, Quite brave. Uh, Well done, Ben, uh, on that one. Anyway, so he runs into losers. Then the losers all go um, to try and patch him up yeah uh they patch him up they have a scene where they all jump into the water and play around and in, in water we learn more a bit about the characters um and then what happens is we we cut to seeing every character individually getting scared by pennywise so he scares them in in various different ways um that are obviously unique to them so uh eddie who's scared who's like a hypochondriac so he's pretty much scared of like getting infected by everything uh he's got this like I can't remember what he calls them, but he's got this like homeless guy who's like rotting to pieces, who's, who's trying to attack him uh by the house. Um yeah. Uh they all get scared obviously in ways that are specific to them. Bill gets scared, um, by seeing obviously his his his, his brother in the basement. Um uh so yeah. Uh that's Quite good. Like I said, I'm trying to skip. I'm skipping over a lot of this because I've got two, but plus also, uh, it one's already out, so uh, a lot of people might have already seen that. Uh, so I'm not trying to get too much into it. Plus, I mean, I can't really talk very much about the scares because they're not very scary or anything like that. So it, obviously, if I talk about them, they're not scary because I'm. It's just me talking. It's that uh, you're not watching the movie right now. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, God, what happens next? Oh, I can't remember. I've got. I got it two stuck in my head now. I can't remember what happens in it one. Uh, so they all get scared. Then they all decide that they, they need to figure out what's going on. Then there's a really good scene in the. Um, there's a really good scene in the garage where they're all they're watching uh, these pictures on the screen, and then Pennywise is on one of the pictures uh, as it as it goes through. Um, actually, you know what I said? There's only one sc- jump scare in here that got me. There were two jump scares in here that got me. Um, the the first jump scare was actually in this scene um, where Pennywise, uh, he disappears for a couple of frames and then all of a sudden it just pops out of the like the frame or the projection area on the screen. He pops out of it and it is... That was, that was genuinely scary because I was not expecting that. I expected him to, after they kicked it over, just leave. Um, and that's where they did the sound design quite well because the, there was no sound at that point. And then he just comes in, and it, then all the sound just kicks up. And that was a good scene in terms of horror. I think they did a very good job there. Um, but yeah, anyway, then they all decide. Uh, well, I think well Bill mainly decides, like, we got to go and fight this guy. So they go to uh, the Monster House. I call it the Monster House because it reminds me of the house in the film. The Monster House, I'm going to refer to it as that. Now, they go to Pennywise's house, but it's the Monster House. They go to the Monster House, um, and they go in... And half of them stay outside, but three of them air. Bill, Eddie, and Richie go in um, to the building. Um, Richie, who's scared of clowns, uh, obviously ends up in a clown room. Um, Eddie falls through the floor and breaks his arm, um, which to me was a really uh, scene, like quite... That got, me, that got me more riled up than the actual horror um, because at one point his arm is bent one way and that's fine because obviously he's broken it so he's like snapped it in half kind of. so it's like down here and then one of them just grabs the arm and twists it upwards and it's, that was like, oh, that just got me because um, yeah, that, that freaked me out more than the actual uh, horror in the film. So yeah. Uh, anyway, they eventually escape from the house And then a fight ensues, and it carries on with the rest of uh, summer uh, where they're all broken up. Um, And then um, this one scene where uh, the girl, who I've for some reason forgotten the name of, Beverly, Beverly's the game of the girl. There we go. So Beverly um, is like, would be like attacked by her father, so she like hits him in the head. But I don't know if he's dead here or if he's injured. Um, And even after watching the second film, I could not tell. Um, I, maybe they said somewhere whether he died or only got injured after that. I'm guessing he, I'm guessing he, I don't know if he died or got injured. I'm going to guess that he got injured from it. From looking at the amount of blood on the floor, I would say he died from that hit. But, I mean, he could have totally just been injured, uh, from that hit in the bathroom. Um, yeah, so she, what she does is she's in the bathroom and she hits him. Uh, in the head, and he falls over, and there's like a big pool of blood there, and that that for me was like like I'm saying that scene I could not tell if he was dead or if he was just injured, um, and and then this is where the second time that I got uh, jump scared, uh, the the actual effective jump scare came in. Um, so this scene, there's no, you don't see Pennywise in the scene uh, pretty much throughout the entire thing. Um, it's it's just all about her hit it so she she, after she hits her dad um you think it's over and the camera just shudders and cuts across and Pennywise is just there but I think the reason that got me is because there's no other reference to Pennywise in this scene at any point uh pretty much there's like basically no reference to him and you think it's all over and then it just hits you that oh he's there right now so that was quite um that was definitely scary because yeah he was right there uh in in that scene Um, But yeah, Um, anyway, so she gets taken, Bill's all like gets everyone back together and says we need to go and save Beverly, which, um, you know, they they, they go and do. So they go down into the sewers. Um, Meanwhile, while all this is happening, Henry Bowers, which is the bully, gets like infected with it. it, gets infected by it and becomes evil, stabs his dad. Um and then comes after uh, the losers, so they all go to the monster house. Henry Bowers comes into the monster house um and um follows them anyway, and then gets thrown down the big well anyway so yeah, that's the last we see of henry um and um and then then they go down into the sewer. Um, Stanley gets attacked, Um, by the way, it took me a little bit of a while to at least learn some of their names because I still couldn't get them by their names halfway through the film. Obviously I knew the the main names, but I just recognised them by their quality, so I was like, oh, you know, obviously Bill, the main character, and then you've got the guy with the glasses, you know, the pill boy, which is the, you know, the hypochondriac. Eddie, you know, uh, so I just named them all by just characteristics pretty much. Um so yeah. Um They go in, Stanley gets attacked, uh they find like its like lair area and uh there's like loads of bodies floating around and they find Beverly floating there. Um um Ben grabs Beverly, pulls her down, uh kisses her, she wakes up She's like, Oh, you know, she's awake now. Um and yeah uh, then um bill finds his brother so bill finds georgie but it's not georgie obviously it's it's it it's pennywise um he then like blows a hole in pennywise's head which obviously does nothing um uh, and then he comes up and is like oh i'm ready to scare you or whatever and and then they're all like no we're gonna fight you now so they, they fight him a little bit and uh, pennywise then gets bill in like a headlock and he's like if you guys go I'll, I'll, I'll take just him, and we're fine. And Bill's like, yeah, let him take me. You go. And they're like, no, I'm not gonna do it. Iconic he was like, I just wanna kill a clown. Kill the clown, they, they they beat him up, he gets scared, crawls into the drain, everything's happy. Woo, happy times, so they defeated him. Uh, then they all go out into a field and cut their hands uh, in order to have a blood pact. And they have a blood pact, and then it's it's pretty much over. Um, so yeah, that's, that's it one, which again, I don't know, a lot of people have seen that. So there was not really a huge reason to recap that, but I had just seen it in the past, you know, 24 hours. So I wanted to, uh, recount that. Um, so yeah, uh, what I really liked, uh, CGI, CGI. And I said this beforehand Great job on the CGI. I think they they knocked it out of the park with CGI in this film. Um, the thing that I really liked, again, might be either a little bit of CGI and possibly going into cinematography here, is these scenes where, and you'll know, I just, I, I'm going to call it the it effect. I don't know what it's called. But um, it's where it's like the camera is throbbing at a person and the person... It's so hard to explain. So there's, I know this is the kind of shot you can do where you, like the person sits in the middle and the background basically changes because you're moving the camera back and forth, uh, but you're keeping the person in the middle like in main focus. Um, this was similar to that, but it was kind of like the character was moving uh, back and forth and pulsing, so it was like this kind of thing. Um, the camera is shaking at the same time, but this person's always in the middle. If you're watching the camera right now, then what I'm saying, uh, you'll obviously be able to see what I'm doing. But if you're only listening, you you have no clue. But um, so viewfinder kind of thing, you're looking at through the camera, and then I'm like shaking my head back and forth, uh, and then the camera like zooms in, and it it it. it either way, um, it's quite a cool effect, and um, I really like that. And again, they do that to the advantage. Uh, of the horror movie and the horror genre it, it pulls it off uh, very well so CGI no problem there or none that I could really tell um, I think one of my favourite effects in that film is when uh, Pennywise has like his mouth on the side of his head because he's just been like stabbed um, that was just cool, I like the way they did that, um, that was probably CGI uh, it might have been makeup, I don't know but yeah um, the the blood scene was cool, I've got that written down, so the blood scene, um, if you have seen the film, you know what I'm talking about, um, in the, the points near, near the, like the middle of the film where everyone goes off on their own and then individually gets scared by Pennywise, um, Beverly gets scared by Pennywise by being, she's in her bathroom and um, like blood starts spraying out of her sink and then eventually covers the entire room. Um, that scene was really good, and I think they did a really good job there. So, obviously, there visually it reminded me of the scene from The Shining when the blood's just flowing uh, past the elevators, Um, but uh, I think they did a really good job because it it obviously just covered the room. Um, So the camera basically... Well, I mean, in a way, it looked like it covered the camera. I don't even know if it actually covered the camera because obviously there was red goo in that scene, but then I don't know if there was then a red filter applied over the camera or if it was just the pure red in the scene that gave the overall scene effect of red um, without saturating the color, um, but I think that that was really well done. Um, and I, again, the whole where he can't see, where the dad can't see the the, the blood, I think is done quite well. So uh, one of the issues with the old it um, back in like the eighties or whenever it was it came out um, was that. Obviously, CGI wasn't amazingly good back then or anything like that. So, um, there's a scene where these balloons falling and the balloons pop. And um, you can see the actors react to the balloons popping. They're flinching and stuff, even though they're not supposed to be able to see or feel it. Um, In this film, where they can't see it or... it, It reacts correctly, basically. So... The dad wasn't supposed to see the blood. He didn't see the blood, and he didn't interact with it pretty much um, at any point. Again, I thought it was quite good. But there's other stuff in there where um, the people don't react directly to the things in the scene. And again, that's definitely an improvement. Uh, So I think they did that really well. But yeah, the blood scene I thought was great. Uh, Really good. It was just, just I don't know, I just really liked that scene. I think they just did a a really good job uh, with that dressing the set and everything. And yeah. Um, The... The kiss I thought was a bit dumb. So the kiss uh, is obviously when they're down uh, almost before killing Pennywise and Beverly's floating uh, above the ground anyway and they pull her down and um, they try and wake her up and then Ben kisses her and she wakes up. I just thought that was so dumb. It was like the whole, oh, true love's kiss kind of thing from, um, you know, a Disney movie or whatever. It, it was just, I thought, a bit weird. Uh, they didn't really explain why that worked. Like why couldn't you have just hit her in the face or something or or why did, like why didn't she just wake up when you dragged her down or something like that like it didn't make any sense plot wise it might have made sense but as in like the law wise uh, to me I don't think it made any sense um, it could have just been they pull her down and she snaps out of it because she's no longer floating or something like that I'm just I'm just saying something here um, and I will make a little bit of reference to that later on. Um, it with it too but I'm just saying that I feel like that kiss was just irrelevant and the whole point was just so that Ben could have the kiss with Beverly that that's what I feel like it was the only purpose of that it wasn't because it made any sense so yeah also uh quickly um just want to take a moment to recognize how hard as flipping nails uh the Ben's character is oh my god like the like I said earlier, the kid gets like the name carved in his body, and he's still be he can see he can still take it he's he's still like running around reacting and, and everything like that and like it, he cried a little bit when it was happening. Uh, I would have cried a lot, he was cried quite a little bit, and then was like fine after that, and the' mending up and he's fine. he's still like cracking jokes and stuff uh great um and then like later on, uh when Eddie got his arms broken. But, yeah, when Eddie's when Eddie got his arm broken and he, he ends up getting like, taken off by his mom, uh, they turn around and go, look at this. Like, like I think um, Richie does it. Richie says, Richie turns around points at him and goes, look at this guy. He's got a huge ugly gash. He's just got a gash along here. And it is just, it's, like, it looks visually worse than the whole broken arm thing. Um just because it's just a huge like gash just taken out of his body um, and he's he's still standing like he's running around, he's walking, he's talking he wasn't crying about it or anything like that. I just thought it was just flipping hilarious because he was just he was just like look at this guy, he's running around and this one's got his arm broken or whatever and I just thought it was just really funny. that kid is just solidly hard he's like the hardest you're going to get um like he should not he wasn't scared by it much i don't think he was taking physical pain and it was fine so um yeah i i, I thought that, that was uh, quite good yeah um, quick break before i get on to it too right then what most of you came to listen to, which is like the one person that came to listen to. This. Uh it too. Oh, I saw it too yesterday. Um slash today. Fin it started yesterday, it finished today, yeah. Uh it too. Uh got a balloon here. A red balloon for it too. Um by me. Uh but yeah. It too was Really good. I thought they did a really good job uh, with it too. Um, was it scarier than the first one? To me, yes, it was scarier. Um, but um, there could be a couple of reasons for this. First of all, um, it could be just that it was a scarier movie. Uh, but what I think is more likely is that because I'd psyched myself up for the first one, because I'd seen so many trailers, uh, because I basically knew... like. Oh, when they're pretty much alone, they're gonna pretty much get attacked. Um, I was expecting the scares a little bit more in the first film. Uh, The second one, I went in with having just seen like two trailers, and then decided, yeah, that'll be you know, I'll I'll go in with that knowledge, and then we'll see we'll have to take it from there um and yeah like I said I think it scared me a lot more because I wasn't expecting the scares at certain points um I hadn't like primed myself for this movie specifically so maybe that's why it was scarier for me um but I just thought it was scarier than the first a little bit uh in terms of jump scares um but yeah um there weren't many jump scares in the actual trailer itself uh, unlike the first movie, when they basically show you the scene right before the jump scares happen, uh, in the in the in the trailer they did a pretty good job uh, of not giving away too many. Um, so that was uh, really good. Um, I thought the acting in the film was uh, really great. So obviously they're all uh, grown up now um, in this film. Obviously you've probably seen the trailer at this point, but yeah. Uh, again, not no spoilers for this bit, but. Um, yeah, they're, they're obviously... All the characters are like 27 years older, so they're all grown up. Uh, I think they did a, a, a great job with the acting as the kids. Um, I really want to know if they casted the kids first for the first movie and then casted the adults for the second movie to match the kids, or if they did it the other way around, because some of those choices were just absolute genius. Um, the, the guy that played grown-up Eddie looked like Eddie, uh, which was great. Bill Hader was the perfect, um, like perfect version of grown up, um, grown up Richie. Uh, so yeah, no, I think they did just a really good job with the casting. Um, yeah, like I would actually want to know. Was it the children they cast first, or did they go? We're going. To, we're going to make a second one, and we're going to cast these adults. So let's find children that match them. Uh, or was it just luck? Like I just, I just really want to know. I just think it's quite interesting to to find that out. Um, it is a two hour and fifty minute long film, so it is longer than the first film. Um, I thought it was a good length. I thought you know they got what they wanted to do done, and yeah. Um, so I don't have a problem with length really on that one, Ben did say that he wanted it to be quite longer though, he he felt like watching it that they cut some stuff out um, and that he did want some stuff to be longer, I'm guessing possibly the scare sequence, he wanted it to be uh, a little bit longer in the film uh, cinematography was again great I'm pretty sure it was the same director, the same team pretty much so the cinematics were just great, sound design was I would say exactly the same like, like, the cinematography and the sound design were basically exactly the same so there wasn't anything too extreme but it was done uh, well constructed, it was done in a very good way um, and yeah they pulled it off uh, there were again points in there where the music like, amps up um, but I th- you know, to be honest I think they handled the music a little bit better in the second film Um, there's one point, um, where, I'm trying to say this without spoiling anything, there's one point where something's happening and I can't even, there's one point where something's happening and the music ramps up and then the music stops and then the action carries on happening and then randomly the jump scare comes and you can't really pay yourself, that's good. That's how I think you should do it. Uh, not drop the music as the jump scare, but just drop the music and then just wait. And then it's obviously the the ambience, the silence that obviously builds the tension there, which I think they did uh, quite well. Um, yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Bill Hader. I've already brought him up. I I when when Ben was like, well, do you want to go watch this film? Um, I, another reason I wanted to watch it was first of all Bill Hader was in it, uh, and I I don't think Bill Hader ever been in a horror movie this is his first one so i really want to see him in a horror movie so hell yes i'll watch bill Hader's film and also james mcavoy was in it um my man professor x uh, so yeah bill hader was um hilarious he was uh, just really funny and it. it was really good uh obviously it is a horror movie but he is the one cracking the jokes um so yeah, great job. Um, it was definitely it two was a funnier film than it one. They had, in my opinion, more jokes and better jokes in it. Um, I just I actually laughed out loud in it um, in it chapter two because it was there were just some things in that were just really funny. Um, but yeah great moments in that film um there's a little bit of weird stuff going on in the story um but I will happily bring that up later after I've done the synopsis um but yeah otherwise it was a great movie if you've seen the first one I think you should definitely watch the second one um in terms of which film is better out of the two um I would say purely as a standalone film if you were going to watch one I would watch the first one um but I did think that number two was really good and I mean, to be honest, out of the two now, I would watch probably number two, but that's purely because I have a... I, I'd rather watch Bill Hader, James McAvoy on the screen um, in It 2 rather than, obviously, the kids in the first one. I just think that It 2 is, is... Like I said, it's funnier. And, you know, I like comedy, so I will happily watch uh, that. Um, actually, if you think about it, I was saying It 2 is scarier and it's funnier. Maybe one's to compensate the other, so they added... Um, more humour into it but they also added more scares into it, um, it's, 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 it's obviously subjective but um, it's what I thought about the film uh, and I thought it was pretty good so I definitely recommend it, um, I recommend you watch it, um, if you haven't seen any of them, watch the first one first obviously, um, just so you actually get the storyline and understand it but um, I do think they're both good films and they probably do just stand up on their own. Anyway, we're about to hit spoiler territory now. So if you haven't seen it too and you want to watch it too and you don't want it to be spoiled for you, uh, stop listening now. Um, just, just stop listening and just I don't know, tune into next week's episode. Go watch a uh, previous episode of the podcast. Uh, but just stop watching now. Um, I will try and be uh, like I'm not going to try and give too like obviously I'll tell the plot and the ending and stuff, but. I'm going to just gloss over it pretty much. I'm not going to go into full hard synopsis mode, so it'll be kind of like earlier where I just give you like a quick overview of what happens um, in the film. But yeah, this is your fi- final, spoiler wa- final spoiler warning uh, for IT2, IT Chapter 2. I am about to uh, tell you what happens in it. So yeah, uh, here we go. Uh, so IT2 starts off with these two actually does it even start off with that Ah, uh, god i can't remember i think i'm i'm i i don't even know what i'm remembering man uh, it's okay so the film here we go it two starts off with basically the end to the first film so it like shows you them making their pact and everything right um and then it cuts to modern day so like right now well I say right now I mean it was like 2016 I think it's set in, so it cuts like 2016 in Derry um and the uh there's this um there's this gay couple uh that are at the circus having a great time absolutely chill um but anyway these uh bullies come out and like kick them to death and then throw one of them over over the bridge uh into the water um and um and then they run off, um, and the one that wasn't thrown into the water runs down uh, and tries to find, um, tries to find. You know, he's he's it's either his husband or his boyfriend, but he tries to, he tries to find him, and um, he's actually being picked up by Pennywise. He spots him on the other side of the river, and uh, Pennywise just kills him. And then you see all the balloons fly over and everything. And then title reveal, which I think they did it in a great way. Um, I would say uh, in a in a suicide Squad'y way which is if you watch suicide squad it's like light comes on and flashes and the light goes out um and that's what they did with the title sequence here so it was just it but it's like lit up and as it lights up the noise gets louder and i did, they did that quite well i know it's just a title but they did a quite good job on the title so i'll take that um yeah so great job on the title sequence guys uh then we see um we see Uh, We we see all of the gang individually um, being brought back together. Um, They are they they have to return to Derry to defeat uh, Pennywise because it's been twenty seven years. McAvoy is um, McAvoy is like a writer, uh, which is which is cool, you know. It's edgy, you know. Put writer in there. Bill Hader is a comedian, like that's obvious, like he is a comedian, but then like he's just, yeah, that was perfect, the Bill Hader is a comedian anyway, um, Eddie is a, I've forgotten what he is now, he, he's like a, he does like safety testing, he's like a risk tester, um, yeah, anyway, so we just gloss over like who they are and they all have to come back to Derry, uh, so they, they all come back to Derry. Um, and they meet up in this Chinese restaurant, um, and they're all sitting there cracking, well, you know, just crack, uh, crack, cracking jokes and stuff. Uh, but then they realise Stanley hasn't shown up, um, and then it's later revealed that Stanley actually killed himself. Um, he actually he actually killed himself uh, in the in in his bath uh, the night before he was supposed to turn up um, because he knew he would just be scared and slow them all down. So uh, yeah, so uh, Stanley dies pretty early on, which I would say from a movie perspective you would go oh that's like probably scheduling issues or it was just a cop-out or something maybe they didn't couldn't write that character very well or anything like that you would just say oh that's why they killed that character off really easily but what you have to remember is this is like a solid like it's a it's it's like one book from stephen king uh which means that if the, and i haven't read the book um but uh if this is obviously what happens in the book as well then you can't really blame them for killing them off. It's it's what happens in the in, in the book and everything. So anyway, so he's killed. Off. He's like killed off pretty early, but he he kills himself anyway. Uh, they're at the Chinese restaurant. Um, none of them can actually remember uh, anything about Derry. They've blocked it out of their minds. Um, but anyway, they stuff starts coming back to them as they meet up with each other, um, and yeah, uh, then um, they. Like, this really weird fortune cookie bit where things just carry on spraying out these fortune cookies. Um, and what you have to remember is no one else can see them, only, only they can see the stuff coming out of the fortune cookies. Uh, so, there's a really good scene where they're just beating the table up with all the fortune cookies on it. And then the uh, waitress walks in and they show you what it looks like. Without any of the CGI there, and they're just mashing up this table, and it's just horrible. And it's it's just they're just done a really good job uh, with that. Um, Bill Hader ends up freaking a kid out um, by yelling at him and swearing at him and for, for his parents. It was, that's quite a good scene as well. They all try to split up and go their separate ways and leave. Uh, you know, the, the leave Derry, um, but then once once they get to the hotel, um, Jessica Chastain. Uh, who plays uh, Beverly, um, is like, oh, I knew Stanley would die like that in the bathtub. And uh, she reveals that she actually saw how everyone died when she was in that trance in the first one when she's, like, floating. Um, meanwhile, uh, James McAvoy, or Bill, goes through a drug experience and... Um, to learn about how to kill uh, Pennywise. And that that is a bit far-fetched, but they did it. They they conveyed it, and I'll talk a little bit about that later on. But, you know, they convey it through this, like, drug hallucination. On, they have to do the um, the ritual of Chud to try and uh, F him up. Uh, and he, he gets revealed to him, basically, that this is how they need to do it. So he goes back and he tries to convince everyone, look, we need to do this, we need to perform this ritual, and everything so that we don't die like uh, Jessica Chastain is predicting they all go to their old clubhouse uh, flashbacks memories they show you yeah newsies that are recorded with the kids but it's supposed to be like flashbacks um, so they show you like various flashbacks and stuff which they, they do quite well um, and then it's they have to go and collect artifacts that they have forgotten about uh from their time in Derry so uh at times during like scary points uh, when Pennywise showed up for example so that's what they go and do and again this links similar to the first film where they go off on their own and then Pennywise scares them all individually so they all get scared individually they all get their artifacts and like I said I am glossing over all of this here they all get scared individually they go and get their artifacts um James McAvoy meets that kid again from the Chinese restaurant and, and he's like, get out of the town or whatever. Um, but then finds the kid's skateboard later on it says, you can't save the kid. So he goes to the circus to try and find the kid. Um, and then Pennywise kills the kid in front of him, which is pretty evil. But they, they do that in a really good way. Anyway, they all decide we need to go now and kill Pennywise. So they go to the monster house. They go to the monster house. Um... And, and they go down into the well as before to try and kill you know, Pennywise. Um, meanwhile, and I'm, I'm going to give you a big meanwhile here, um, I've missed out this whole kind of side plot line uh, with uh, Henry Bowers. So Henry Bowers was revealed to still be alive uh, during this time. He was put in like a mental asylum. And um, he uh, basically breaks out of the mental asylum and then goes around and tries to kill all of them. Uh, As well, Um, so that happens. But then they eventually like get a jump on him and kill him. This is before they go and uh, go to the monster house. But again, that's like mine. You didn't really know that much, but yeah. Um, So they all go to this. They all go to the monster house. They all climb down into Pennywise's area again. Then climb down even further into where Pennywise is like his heat, like where his like origin is, like where the meteor landed or whatever. Where they need to perform the ritual, so they go down, they perform the ritual, um, and um, the ritual fails. Um, and Ben said, "Oh, you know, I knew it had failed. Like, all right." <laughs> um, so the the ritual fails, and then uh, they they Pennywise is like, "Yeah, yeah. The, you know, it, it failed because you were all supposed to die." So. Now you have to, like, I'm going to kill you all. So then he adopts this, like, huge kind of body, like, um, really creepy, ugly-looking uh monster body and goes around and tries to kill them. Um They try and kill him. uh It's back and forth pretty much for a lot of it is them trying to kill each other. They're running around. They get split up. They get back together. Uh... And uh, and then and then I'm just I'm just trying to piece together because obviously there's a lot that's happening. So once once they all get split up, they're like put into like separate groups pretty much. So uh, Bill is uh, like meeting up with Georgie uh, in his dream, and he ends up like beating himself up uh, in his like hallucination. Uh, Jessica Chastain is trapped in this uh, bathroom stall that's like slowly filling full of blood. Um, and she's just trying to get out of there while people are trying to bang on the door and like say stuff to her and she's just trying to break out of there. Um, ben is in this um, chamber that's slowly he fi- he's in the clubhouse and it's like slowly filling full of dirt and he's about to drown and they have to save each other, uh, which they do. Um, and then Eddie and Bill are together and uh, they're trying to run through like certain doors and stuff. Anyway, um, Pennywise turns around and is about to kill one of them. Uh, and then Bill Hader comes in and throws a rock at Pennywise, and he's like, "Hey, don't you dare!" And then starts saying something to him. And halfway through, just gets like beamed up and starts to, like levitate. And uh, basically, what happened to uh, Barbara in the first film, uh, but it happens so quickly and so randomly. And Bill Hader does such a good job that it's just one of the funniest scenes in the entire thing. Uh, him just yelling, and then all of a sudden just getting beamed up. So he's he's like yelling stuff. He's like, nah, 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 nah. and he just it's just so funny, that scene, um, then, uh, Eddie yeets, um, a, a spear into, uh, pe- into, into Pennywise's mouth, um, and he, he does, uh, some damage to him, which is, which is good, uh, they all, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> Uh, he does some damage to him, which is good. Bill Hader falls from the sky. Uh, Eddie goes over him and is like, "Look, how are you doing? Are you all right? I try to save you." He then gets impaled by one of Pennywise's spikes. Um, who then like yanks him and throws him in this like little cave. They all run into the little cave to save Eddie. Eddie's all like, "Oh, I had to kill him. You know, um, I had him. He was quite close to you know dying then." because um, you, you see him visibly get hurt um, I mean it, in the first one you don't like see Pennywise visibly like sustain injury if you know what I mean like he gets like shoved in the side of the head with like a pike but then he gets back up straight away this time you you could see him fall backwards and he was struggling a little bit so that's he definitely did some damage there uh, to him which is which you know which which is fine because it, that's what it's all about um, so yeah uh, then we uh They realise that if they can make Pennywise smaller, they can kill him easier. So they have to make him smaller. So they try and lead him through a cave. That fails. But they're like, oh, we don't have to make him smaller by making him, like, go through small things. We can make him feel small by yelling insults at him. So they literally just roast the guy. They just yell insults at him. And he eventually shrivels up into, like, a tiny little balloon baby um and then they grab his heart out of his chest and squeeze it all together which i just find is just, I, it's like it's really climactic but it's just so funny um cuz it just escalated to that point so quickly they just reach their hand in uh crush pennywise heart pennywise dies um Eddie also dies then they have to get out of there they get out of there the horror sorry monster house collapses in on itself you know, we then see all of them, you know, in the water um, at the end, you know, learning about each other's lives, everything. Happy ending, woo! Great job, guys, yeah. Um, so happy for them. They did that well. Um, that's it. That's that's it too. That's uh, the uh, really, really quick synopsis. I do recommend you watch it to understand what I'm saying uh, if you haven't seen it. Um, I, I definitely think that it, 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 it is a lot better in person than it is the way I've described it because I've not done a very good job of describing it. Uh, CGI was really good, I thought the CGI was done very well again, similar to the first one, they did it very well, it contributed to the movie and you know, it it, it helped with the scares so I think that was really good Um, genuinely scared me at a couple of points actually, there were more points in the film where I got genuinely scared where I couldn't see a scare coming and then it got me Um, there were four times when it did this I'm going to recount a couple of them now first time it got me was the lumberjack scene, if you if you have seen it, then obviously you know what I'm talking about. But there's this one scene where Richie's in the park um, and he's looking around. And in in, in his flashback, um, the 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 lumberjack uh, is it in the flashback when this happens? Uh, yeah, this is this is in the flashback. So this is like young Richie at this point. This is like Richie back in the time, played by Finn Wolfhard, like not Bill Hader Richie, but Finn Richie. So um, he's there. And he looks forward, and the, there's, like, a big lumberjack statue that's just missing. Then he turns his head. Then it pans back to him, and there's still in the lumberjack statue. And then randomly, the camera just, dun, straight away, right there. There's the lumberjack guy looking all evil with, like, a broken mouth. And that genuinely scared me because I thought it would be a slow pan um, or... Or, or something much harsher, but it was just right there in that scene. It was like evil right next to you. Um, so yeah, that caught me off guard uh, 100%. Um, there was also a scene that takes place with Eddie in the bottom of a pharmacy. Um, that, that scared me. Uh, that that jump scared me for, I would say, the wrong reason. So um, the way they, they do it is you see... Eddie now uh, in in the pharmacy Uh, but then you cut to Eddie back in the 80s in the pharmacy and then he gets scared and then once that scene has happened once Eddie from the past has happened, uh, has, has like got scared, he runs away and as he runs away the camera pans but as the camera pans, the Eddie from now is standing in the shot because obviously you've got to transition back to now, but he's just he's just randomly in the shot. So it pans back, and he's just there, and it just was like, oh god! And that scared me more than the actual scare sequence. Um, he's he, just young Eddie running away, and old Eddie just being in the scene is just it just caught me off off it just caught me off guard so much that it that actually got me. Uh, So yeah, that that was a little bit scary. There were a couple of times in the entire movie where um, I could tell there was a scare coming um, by the music, uh, but I knew it would be an intense one, uh, and I was right. So there were a couple of times that I knew there was a scare coming, there was a scare, but it did genuinely get me. Um, I, I can't remember any of those times right now because I'm focusing on the weird ones, but they, they, those there were a couple of scenes in there where it genuinely caught me off guard and actually got me, even though I was expecting it. Um, the, the whole um, ritual of chud, they they did that quite well. They weaseled that in quite well. So in the original book apparently, because I haven't read it, but apparently in the original book they're told how to do the ritual chud and everything by a magical flying tortoise or a magical talking tortoise. Um, And that's not very realistic. I mean, a given. The whole film is very unrealistic by the fact that there is a killer clown going around killing people. Um, You know, this supernatural killer clown going around killing people. But, uh, yeah, you couldn't really weasel a talking turtle into... The movie at any point so it made sense that the whole scene was basically like a drug hallucination was it realistic? no was it more realistic than a talking turtle? yes so I'll give them that they get a free pass on that because they did uh, a good job uh, on that um, yeah whole movie was uh, th- th- there were parts in there that were just hilarious they, they did some really good stuff in there uh, first of all there were a couple of like deliberate jokes that they did really well uh, and then there were just a couple of things that we, you know, I just saw that were actually quite funny. Um, there's one scene where Ben is in a, a locker at school trying to run away from Pennywise, and he gets in the locker, and in the back of the locker there's a poster of just a guy, and he's in like a really weird smiley position. And I look over at Matt, and we're just laughing our heads off because we're like, we know like Pennywise is going to appear right there where that guy is, and the guy in the background is in such a just a funny position that. It's just, it's just a really funny moment, and uh, yeah. So, it's it's it's, it's pretty good. There were I would say more laughs in this movie than the first one, and uh, yeah, it's not a bad thing. It's a very good thing. My throat is dry. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, uh, when they said they had to go around and collect a bunch of um, artifacts, I was. Instantly taken back to uh, the YouTube original, Escape the Night, where uh, YouTubers have to co- collect a bunch of artifacts um, to do stuff. So I made a couple of jokes in that about the artifacts that they had to collect. Um, another thing, joke I made was with regards to um, Pennywise's... I would say I'm going to call it Pennywise's... I can't call it Pennywise's final form because it wasn't his final form. Pennywise is like evil monster mode when he's like in his lair uh, trying to kill them all. He looks like... King Candy from um, Wreck It Ralph. So in the Wreck It Ralph, in Wreck It Ralph number one, King Candy gets like replicated by one of those like evil duplicator bots, right? And um, he becomes like this like spider hybrid, uh, like evil king, right? He looks exactly like Pennywise in that scene. So Pennywise is like this evil kind of like scuttling bug with like the Pennywise head on top. So it looks exactly like Wreck-It Ralph, and I just thought that was absolutely hilarious. Um, so make a couple of references to that. Um, ben thought the idea that uh, Pennywise were defeat- defeated by uh, a roast was uh, just pretty lame and still pretty funny at the same time. So it was just like, oh, they managed to kill the scary clown by telling him he's just a clown, and they're not scared of him. It was just, yeah, it was just a bit weird, but... Um, there were various ways they had to weasel stuff in to that um i I've seen uh the game theory Matt pat did a game theory video on YouTube so it was a game sorry did a film theory video um saying that all the characters based on what is written in the books might have the shining um, hence why they can defeat him um in this film there was no allusion to the shining or anything like that um i wasn't disappointed or anything i just thought it'd be quite cool if they had the shining and then james mcavoy had to use his psychic professor x abilities to defeat pennywise i thought it'd be quite funny but yeah um i'm just looking at the notes that i've got written down here i've got the words pennywise looks like a shriveled up balloon and i've really said that but it's once again pennywise when he was like in his dying like baby state looked like a shriveled up balloon it was just pretty funny um yeah, um, Henry Bowers' escape from uh, his lunatic asylum, um, it was it was fine. It, as a side plot, it was a bit weird. Like, I understand why they put it in, but there was no, like, dying, dying need to, I don't think, really put that in. Uh, but, yep, they put it in. So Henry Bowers' escape was uh, in that. Um, the authorities don't come after him uh, at any point. We never see the police trying to find him. Or anything like that. And I think Matt brought this up as to why is there no one trying to find him. Um, I brought up the fact that I'm pretty sure this happens over the space of about two days. So there probably wasn't enough time to find him and get everyone over to Derry to find him a a day or either one day or two days. But there probably wasn't enough time for law enforcement to actually do anything about that. But yeah, I can understand why was there no one trying to find him. How did this one old guy escape? Um he escapes by killing like his cellmate and then walking behind him and then probably kills the one guard there. Why aren't there other guards in the thing trying to stop him from doing that? Um it's a bit weird, I don't know. But yeah, they put that in. Uh but overall, really good movie. Um I thought both of the movies were great. I recommend you watch both films because I thought they were they were really good. If you're watching the second one, definitely go and watch the first one again anyway. Um because they're just good, and they're just, they're they're genuinely really fun to watch, um, I, like I said, I, I would, I would watch number two over number one, if watching it again, just because I prefer the actors in number two, and obviously the humour, which I like, so I would definitely watch number two over, um, over number one, um, and I would watch, they're all better than, both of them are better than Hobbs and Shaw, um, But more than likely, if I were to watch one film for the rest of my life on repeat, it would probably be Hobbs and Shaw. Out of those three, it would be Hobbs and Shaw. um, Because it's an action movie, and I'm a sucker for uh, an action movie. Uh, But yeah. Um, Oh, actually, really quickly, there was one scene where... um, I can't... Who is is it? Eddie's about to get sicked on by this character... And he gets thrown up on, and this black goo comes out of the character's mouth. And they ju- they're they just playing, like, one of the Deadpool songs um, just while the goo is spraying out of this guy's mouth. And it's so funny um, because he's standing there, and he's like, and trying to kill him. And then he, he's like, I'm not scared, I'm not scared, I'm not scared. Opens up his eyes, and then he just gets sicked on. And all you can hear is, just call me angels in the morning baby just over the entire thing just the just the weirdest soundtrack at that point uh but it was funny it was good um i think they knew that scene was weird they knew it was kind of funny they probably knew people needed like that one second break from the 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 endless um scare fest um so they just hit that in there um but yeah like i said jamie great movies and i do recommend uh, that you watched them. Uh, thanks to Ben and Matt for actually uh, going with me to watch that and, you know, having the idea to watch that because now, you know, I got an episode of the podcast out of it and, um, you know, I watched some pretty good movies. So I'm definitely going to get them because, like I said, they they are good movies. And uh, my sister loves horror movies but she hasn't actually seen them uh, so she'll probably want to check those out because like I said they are pretty good Um, I don't know if I'm going to watch any more horror movies like I said Doctor Sleep is coming out but I don't know if I'll watch that Um, we'll have to see Um, if I do watch The Shining with uh, Ben and Matt then again I I might make an episode about it so uh, we'll see Um, but that's pretty much it thank you guys so much for watching uh, and or listening Uh, if you're listening to the podcast um, you can get the podcast on um, any pretty much any podcast platform, uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Outcast, cast box, just just all the the random ones. Just search midgetcast, um, and you'll you'll find the podcast. So that's if you're uh, watching uh, on YouTube, you're welcome to uh, listen to this on podcast, uh, possibly on your commute or something, uh, if you want to. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, uh, please let me know by commenting uh, in the comment section of the YouTube channel or by navigating your way to the midgetcast website and uh, submitting a suggestion in the form at the bottom of the page. Um, I'll read them and uh, if they're pretty good, then I'll make an episode about them and give you a shout out. You can ask questions, you can suggest uh, films for me to watch, uh, different things like that. But if you've got anything you think that will make a good film, de- uh, a good episode... Uh, or you- if you've got a good film that you think will make a good episode, then yeah, definitely um, let me know uh, about that. And if you do end up watching any of these films uh, and agree or disagree with anything I said... Uh, then again, please let me know. Um, let me know. Let's have a discussion. Let's get something going. Um, all the things I say in the episode are obviously my own opinion. Um, uh, but, you know... I- I think that again especially with horror uh, different things are subjective maybe you found the first one uh more horrible or more scary than than the first, than the second one um and then yeah please let you know let me know what you liked what you didn't like about it um but yeah uh like I said that's pretty much it thanks for watching thanks for listening I've been Ver, and this has been Cast. Hello, everyone. I am back. Uh, recording again. Uh, just to add, um, just a couple of follow-ups to, um, the episode that you just listened to, which is the It episode. Um, I this is actually the day before the episode is scheduled to come out, and I just wanted to add a few extra things um, that I missed uh, when I was when I was recording the main podcast. So this is a little audio exclusive. Um, if you are listening to the podcast, then you'll you'll hear this extra uh, little bit that I'm I'm adding on. I'm I'm not using my mic or anything. I'm I'm, li- I'm literally just the night before the upload, so I'm just recording this little voicemail on my phone, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to add a couple of things uh, that I missed out of the the episode um, in it too, that I think were noteworthy. Uh, the first one is something that I thought was quite funny. A little bit of an Easter egg. Um, in the scene where Beverly is in the bathroom stall with the blood, uh, slowly moving up the stall, drowning her. Um, people are banging on the door, try and get in, basically, and 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 try and scare her. And at one point, uh, and I'm I'm pretty really happy that they put this in. I think it was Henry Bowers, where he puts his head through the gap and just says, "Here's Johnny," which obviously is a reference to The Shining. Um, and that made me uh, laugh out loud a little bit because uh, I'm just i i i think it's pretty cool that you know they they decided to put that little the Easter egg in there um it's, it's nothing major um i'm pretty sure it has no significance um i i don't know if all the stephen king movie novel the the movies um share a universe i know that obviously the stories share a universe but i don't know if the movies share a universe so um i i again i think it was just the little, little Easter egg, because uh, obviously someone was putting their head through the, the crack in the door basically uh, and saying it, so it seemed like uh, an appropriate time to to, to put that in uh, but yeah, um, another Easter egg that was in there was Stephen King himself was actually in the, uh, in the movie He is the gentleman in the um, in the pawn shop or the the, the vintage store uh, that sells uh, James McAvoy or, or Bill uh, his bike back. Um, and and then comments on you know the ending of of his books being terrible, uh, which I thought was quite a meta, quite cool Easter egg. So yeah, he, uh, Stephen King is in the movie, uh, which is quite good uh, as well. So yeah, there's probably more Easter eggs that I did miss out, uh, and if you do know, them, please put them in the comment section or or anything like that, because uh, it's 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 fun to find all the all the Easter eggs. Um, the final thing I wanted to talk about was actually something that Ben picked up on. Um, but he said he was actually referring to the character of Eddie, so uh, in It 2, Eddie's obviously all grown up, um, and I actually agreed with him here. Um, He said that in the second movie, Eddie was a bit more of a dick, um, and I I do have to agree with him there. Um, I feel like, um, and I don't know if this is the character development within the 27 years, but the character of Eddie is more hostile to the rest of the group uh, than he was... Uh, in the first one, so obviously I know he's forgotten everyone and everything, and that he's you know a hypochondriac and and everything like that. But he seemed really selfish uh, and kept to himself. Whereas in the first one, he he still he was difficult, but he still you know picked up the call, left the house when his mom grounded him. Um, you know and was, was 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 there. Whereas in the second one, he was kind of a a, a wimp at the end, um, and 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 you know it, it was just a little bit. Off in terms of the way that, that character developed, all the other characters I think were perfect, but Eddie just felt like he's being a a bit of a dick in that uh, at the end. um I mean, I can understand why he was obviously the most scared in that thing, whereas in the first one, the the one that you would say is probably the most scared is Stanley. Um, but they had to have someone obviously because Stanley wasn't there. They had to have someone that was. The most scared, and that was in this case Eddie. Um, but I feel like they basically pushed him too far in the end. Again, I don't know if that's obviously in the book or uh, if that's just a movie choice. But yeah, it's just something Ben picked up on, and and something I agree with. So yeah, if you if you agree with that, again, let me know. If you disagree, uh, you know, t- tell me why you disagree or anything or something like that. Um, yeah, just just a thought, really, uh, with regard to the characters. Um, but yeah, no, no other issue <laughs> really, uh, like. Uh, I said that the statement still stands, I think It Too is uh, a great movie, and I would watch it over number one, um, but yeah, so thanks everyone for listening, uh, thanks for listening to this this voice memo, you stayed till the end and listened to this voice memo, so thank you very much, um, this is like just, you know, just off the cuff, um, I haven't written anything down, no, no, no pointers or anything, it just came to me and I decided, hey, it's the day before, let's just share this this these these couple of things that I I noticed and uh, I wanted to let you know. So if you want more uh voice memory things, um then please let me know. Um or I could just do them as audio exclusives for the people that are listening. Because obviously this is um I I am adding this into the audio at the end because it's quicker. Um I can't really add this in uh, to the video section. Um there is actually no video to go with this. I'm just recording audio. But um yeah, if any of you like this kind of quick off the cuff, um podcast memo style uh please let me know um otherwise have a great day and uh thanks for listening to midgetcast um yeah i've been paramvir and uh this has been midgetcast